Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Meg from Plan Hat. This week is a bit of a special episode where I've gathered together the answers from my guests to the question, what do you look for when hiring a customer success manager? I like this question because I feel like it's one that's on many of our minds. Whether we're currently working in customer success and want to understand certain qualities and traits that make up a good CSM, or wanting to get into this pretty new and exciting field, or we're putting together a team for the first time and want some guidance on what to look for when hiring for customer success. Hiring is such an important part of creating a company culture and a strong company, but I think it becomes even more significant to make the right decision in hiring when it comes to the people who will be working the closest with your customers and helping them and your company grow and maintain that growth. So let's listen to what these seven leaders in customer success had to say about what they look for when they're hiring a new team member. I hope it inspires you and gives you an idea of what to look for as well. I'll start with Jeff Gardner the Director of Customer Support and Success at Intercom. His interview was actually the one that inspired me to start asking this question in the first place, so thank you, Jeff. Jeff was Intercom's fourth employee, and his job was to focus entirely on support. Now he's the Director of Customer Support and Success, and working every day to ensure that Intercom's mission of making business personal is maintained. As Intercom grew, Jeff was tasked with building the team. This was the first team he's ever built, but he was certainly up for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the unfortunate thing is uh, it's, you know, it's not something that's very transferable, I don't think, uh, team to team, company to company. Um, I mean, there are maybe a few things like uh, being resilient, uh, being able to, like, handle pressure well and thrive under pressure. Um, those are, you know, values of our team. And I think most support teams need to be able to, distrib- you know, display those types of values. But, um, they were really focused around how we work at Intercom, how we think at Intercom, um, you know, what our mission is, which is, you know, to make business personal and then kind of using those values and that mission to frame everything um, and to really dig at people and, and ask questions around, you know, tell me about a time when you noticed something at, at a previous job or in a previous, you know, project in university or whatever, where you thought something was going poorly and and you had a suggestion on how to fix it. And like, how did you push that through? Or how did you try to approach that that problem and approach the solution? Um, So you're really looking to ask questions that are going to force people to display the trait in like how they behaved in the past. Um, And so if you, you know, talking about uh, thriving under pressure, if you can ask somebody a question that, you know, gets them to tell you a story about a time where they were under tremendous pressure and they did well, uh, you can be pretty sure that, uh, you know, you're going to come out, come away from that kind of knowing like, okay, this person probably can handle this, you know, what we're going to put them in. Carrie Keeling started her career in customer success in the 90s at a Ford dealership. A bit funny because now the term customer success is so heavily associated with SaaS and the tech world that we forget that the concept of creating a lifetime recurring customer is something that all industries have needed to focus on long before tech was so prevalent. She's now the head of customer success enablement and quality at Oracle. I think that, you know, when I think about the customer success teams that I've designed, built, and operationalized across all companies, and not just Oracle, I think that the best customer success managers that have been the most successful are folks that have a nice blend of IQ and EQ. And so, you know, I'm thinking about uh, folks who have 
that are very personable. They are, um, you know, maybe even folksy or chatty. Um, somebody that, that the customer is going to feel very comfortable with and get to know. There can be a, you know, relationships come easy to those folks. Um, you know, usually these are the kids in school that everybody <laughs> that everybody wanted to hang out with, right? It's that type of a personality. And then you, you want to mix it with, you know, the technical side of, you know, you don't necessarily, in my mind, customer success managers don't have to understand all of the nuts and bolts of the, pro- uh, the products or services that they are supporting, but they do need to have enough knowledge that they can speak at an applied level. Right. They can provide a customer with a demo. They can provide a customer with a walkthrough um, that's going to help that customer understand a little bit more about how to meet their use case. Um, things along that line. I think that for me, those are the those are the 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 characteristics of a CSM that I'm looking for. Two years ago, Christina Kopka, customer success lead for EMEA Pack at Twilio, came across Twilio while seeking out new opportunities. She was originally applying for a sales position, but was presented with the opportunity to help build their customer success division. Twilio recognized the need to support customers on their platform as a supplement to a traditional sales cycle, and Christina was part of the original team that addressed this gap. She started out working in the California office, and now she's in Dublin, Ireland, running Europe and APAC customer success teams. The first thing we look for, at least at a high level, is hunger. And what I mean by that is someone who is really, really invested in learning and someone who never is satisfied with a singular answer, someone who's constantly looking to grow and to learn. And the reason I'm starting off with that is Twilio is constantly changing and constantly growing. And to succeed in this type of a role, we, we need people who are, are energized by that. From a technical perspective, We don't ever expect CSMs to come into the job being able to code. There's very little practical implications, if you will. You know, we won't sit down with customers and go through their code base and provide recommendations or point out errors. What we do need CSMs to do and the skill set required is an ability to understand very technical information, understand how it works, and be able to take that knowledge and translate it. Sometimes we're on the phone with people who aren't technical. We still need to be able to communicate the value of Twilio or help them solve a problem in a way that they understand. So in addition to this sort of insatiable curiosity, if you will, the the necessary skill set is almost one of an educator where you're able to take complex information. You yourself are able to understand that information, internalize it, and in turn, speak to a variety of different audiences with that information in a way that they themselves understand. Meeting people where they're at, if you will. Of course, yeah. On its way to becoming the director of customer success at Chart Mogul, Ingmar Zahorsky has had many different types of jobs and roles, from working in journalism and media to doing documentary films, traveling around the world and teaching. And then he eventually found his way to Zendesk in a role that wasn't exactly called customer success quite yet. But now he's working as a director of customer success at Chart Mogul. Sure. Uh, helping. Um, customers with our analytics platform, it can be uh, quite technical. Uh, hence, uh, yeah, I look for people who have worked with APIs, who ideally have experience or an interest in coding. Um, and in terms of character qualities, I look for someone who is very patient, naturally loves helping people, who is uh, optimistic, self-motivated, uh, diligent, and also uh, kind in their uh, the way they communicate with other people. 
And uh, yeah, like maybe uh, the last thing is that I always try to uh, um, understand whether the person I'm hiring is someone who is hungry and ready to do the best work of their career, a chart mogul, or that's, uh, that's something where uh, I try to understand what is their, their motivation and what is, where do they want to go with their career and is it a good match where they can do their best work. So this is always a question I ask uh, in the interview, uh, where, where do they want to go, what will make them happy uh, if they have accomplished it in like two, three years from now. Jonas Stanford is the Director of Customer Success at Unbounce and has been there for three years now. He started his career about 12 years ago working in software testing and that led him down the path to start working in customer service industry and now customer success. When I hire a customer success manager or when we hire a customer success manager, um, definitely somebody uh, who's empathetic, I think, no matter what the function within customer success you're doing, whether it's frontline support or you know, um, a customer success manager or something else, you really have to be empathetic and you have to understand uh, that your customer is most important and they're trying to, they have, they have a dream, they want to accomplish something, right? And so like, you just have to be empathetic to that. Um, I also look for people who are really good at building relationships. Um, so, uh, you know, easy to get people to open up, have very, effortless conversations, uh, really easy to talk to. Uh, they make you feel at ease. Um, they can diffuse a situation because often uh, customers can get, you know, pretty anxious or, or frustrated, especially if, if they don't have, if they're not achieving the outcome they want and they feel like they um, have limited time to do it. So somebody who can really build uh, a relationship uh, and then just somebody who really gets personal satisfaction off of help helping others. Um, you know, because the act of customer success is literally like your work is helping others achieve their work, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody who enjoys doing that. Yeah. CEO and founder David Ethelridge and director of user experience Andy Sutton of Savvy Card talked with me about their early adoption of a customer success mindset and team. The coolest thing about their approach is that it's holistic. The customer success team is the connective tissue of the company, helping everything move, function, and grow in a cohesive way that is always customer-centric. First and, format, first and foremost, I always look for a good fit with the team. Personality-wise, um, just that vibe, that feeling that you get. I can teach people uh, our internal processes. I can teach them to use tools. I can teach them taxonomy and all of these other things, I can't teach them to be a good fit with a team. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's first and foremost. Um, and then you want somebody that can do all those other things. They can learn internal business processes. They can learn a new tool. Um, you know, they have a good, um, a good interaction style about them. Um, you know, business-like, but not brusque. Um, you know, we, we, we want somebody who likes to talk to people, really, when it, when it comes down to it. Patrick was first a customer of Pecans before joining their team as VP of Customer Success in 2016. And the experience he had with the company and his customer success manager made him such a fan of the company that he wanted to work for them. The approach he and the CEO of Pecan have taken to customer success is very people first, and they make sure that the relationship between the customer success manager and the customer never feels transactional. It always feels like a partnership. Yeah. So this is uh, recruiting 
is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I, I love it. Um, I've done it for years and I, because I think that there is no, any, any company, uh, that, that has the idea that there is a perfect candidate profile, uh, for a role, uh, I think misses out on some really amazing potential, um, uh, potential additions to their teams. When we look for candidates with an extremely diverse team at the organization, and in particular in customer success, we have a very diverse team as well. The high majority of our customer success managers have no background in customer success. <laughs> so yeah. You're probably hearing a repetitive, uh, a repetitive um, pattern here, right? Like me not having customer success background, right? Um, yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it just means that uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, we <laughs> there's the team that we've recruited is excellent at project management, mm -hmm. right? And that can come in a lot of different types of roles. Uh, we have a couple on a couple of people on our team that have been event managers, mm -hmm. and I think that is a really interesting um, skill to have because. There are three areas, I think, in working in a fast-growing young organization, in a technology SaaS-based or, or technology-based SaaS organization, technology-based <laughs> SaaS organization, um, I think that you have to be really good at. You have to be excellent at dealing with ambiguity, right? Because fast-growing companies, there's usually a lot of things that are quite ambiguous right and when you have a new customer it's 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 a new chapter with every customer every customer has a different has different expectations has different needs and you we have to we, we have to be that for every customer so dealing with ambiguity i think and handling ambiguity and thriving in that type of environment is 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 very important um being able to manage and again thrive in an environment that is full of competing priorities. Like every day, our world is full and customer success is full of competing priorities. So we look at those event managers, for example, they're being pulled in 10 different directions and have this responsibility to create something that is shiny and bright and perfect yeah. with about a thousand different things going on in the background, yeah. right? And so that's a very interesting skill set that has proven to be with a couple of uh, customer success managers that are excellent. And they pull in from the uh, constantly pull in from those back, those, those experiences that they've had as, in event management. Um, so uh, I, th that's the other thing. The second thing that we look at is being able to thrive in an environment of, of competing priorities. Um, and I think the other thing that we really look for is people that are just able to have a conversation, right? And that comes in a lot of different packages in a lot of different ways, right? So when we sit down and have quote unquote interviews with people, we go through a very, um, a very kind of normalized interview process, right? We want to put all of everybody through a, uh, a fair and, and, um, uh, and consistent interviewing process. But through that process, if somebody can have a conversation and be disarming in a lot of ways in their conversation, that is a skill that cannot be trained. That is a skill that is inherent in a person, right? 
you are either good at having conversations and interacting with people, or that's not a strength area for you. And it's very difficult to train that. We can train how to implement a technology product. We can train how to, uh, you know, how, how to use a technology system. What we can't train is intuition, is uh, personalities, how, how people interact, like I was just saying, how people have conversations. And how people handle, I would say, stressful, but, but, but pressure situations, right? Which is where this ambiguity and this competing priorities comes in. So, so that's why, like, I, those are the things that we look for. And that those come from many different backgrounds. Um, some do have customer success backgrounds, but it is absolutely not the first thing that we look for at all. It's, uh, we, we love the variety of, uh, of people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at hello at planhat.com. Again, that's hello at planhat.com. And if you can, please subscribe, please share if you like the episode. Have a great week.